Today's show is pre-recorded. everybody you're listening to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show okay i, I want to share something with you that i had to come to the realization one time and even in the reinvention of myself right now i've had to come to that and i want to share it with you today give it to you i want to tell you about something that a lot of people do in their life and i want you to be aware of it here it is. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. I said, don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. The reason I'm saying this is because people have a tendency to once they make a decision about something, or once they decide to go a certain path, they go against all everything. Anything anybody says, anything anybody might do, any other ruling they may come across, they shun advice, they don't listen to counsel, they just, I made the decision, I'm gonna do it anyway. Don't get stuck on yourself. You could be wrong, you know. Now, here's a surefire way to tell if you're wrong. If you don't see any movement in the direction you've chosen, if you don't see anything going right 
in that decision. If you feel as though you're in a rut, if the wall you're climbing seems so insurmountable that you ain't even moving an inch, and every time you turn around, you keep getting knocked by down, knocked back down. Don't get stuck on yourself. You know, you could be wrong, you know. See, that's why it's important for people to always be open to the reinvention of yourself. You know, you cannot be afraid to reinvent yourself. In other words, you can't be afraid to change. Change is necessary when it comes to growth. There is no growth without change. The more you know, the older you look. There is no growth without change. If you're heading in a direction and ain't nothing going right in your life, could it be the wrong direction? If you're climbing and you're making no headway, could it be the wrong direction? Could you have possibly made the wrong choice? Don't get stuck on yourself because you done made the wrong stuff. It's okay to forgive yourself. It's okay to let yourself off the hook. It's even smarter sometimes to admit that you were wrong. You ever met somebody ain't ever wrong? You, you, have you ever met somebody you talk to, they ain't ever wrong about nothing, man. They just, it's they way or the highway. It's this is my way. This is the, I, I know people like that stuck on them power trips and all like that. You know what I had to learn how to do? I had to learn how to let them go on them power trips. But listen to this, though. You're not taking me on that trip, though. You're going on that trip by yourself. I'm going in the right direction. I've decided to stop. The way, okay, listen to this, this person, this person. I decided to stop doing business the way I was doing business. I decided to stop to allow business being done around me the way business was being done around me. You know what? You know the best decision I made was to allow for God to have some say-so and to offer me his direction. I have found him to be a better driver than anyone else I know. I have found him to know more about the man he made than anybody else who's merely associating with me. I have found it to be a fact that my maker knows more about the vehicle he created than does anybody else. If, you, if your Chevy break, don't you take it to Chevy? You don't take your Ford when it break down to a Toyota dealership. They not going to know everything that the Ford dealership would know about the vehicle. You know why? Because they're not the maker of it. So now, why are you letting, you letting your life being led, controlled, and guided by somebody other than your maker? I'm just asking you to let's all take a common sense look at this. So if going to your maker is the best way, the best decision I made in my business was take over my brand myself and to allow the maker of this brand. See, without God, I'm none of this. I'm none of this. I want you to clearly understand I ain't none of this without him. I wish I could have the guts to reach back there and pat myself on the back for what I've accomplished in my life. I wish I had the guts guts i wish the nerve of me because i know for a fact 
that there is no way that I could have manufactured the life that I have. I could not even have thought of it. It's no way I could have told you that this was the route I was going to take and this is the outcome because of it. I had no idea, no clue. The one thing I had, though, was an unshakable faith in God. I had an un, uh, and I, I just kept believing in him. I kept believing that he had something more for me. And then when I touched base with him and asked him to show me what it is, what he had for me, ta-da, the magic show began. Because you know what he did? He took all my natural abilities that he had given to me, this gift that he gave me, that, I, that he poured into me at birth, that same gift that he poured into you at birth. The moment you go to him and let him show you that gift, and then guess what? Once he takes what he naturally put in you and put his super, his superpowers on top of that, then you have some supernatural things going on in your life. And you may not be feeling me. I'm cool with that. But I done had some supernatural things happen to me. Every day I wake up some supernatural, the, the, man, the rewards of my life, the awards of my life, the accomplishments, the how I'm working, the how I manage it all, all that ain't nothing but God. That ain't nothing but God. You can't even explain this schedule to people. Sometimes when people ask me, Steve, how do you do it? I go, well, this is what I manage my time. Then at the end of when I get through, I say, hey, man, you know what I need to tell y'all for real? It's God. I I don't really know. But I'm letting him manage me, so he handling it. He ain't going to put no more on me than I can bear. Listen to me, y'all. Don't be afraid to reinvent yourself. And remember this. Don't get stuck on yourself because you could be wrong, you know. You absolutely could be wrong. If you don't tie this to your gift, you will be struggling the rest of your life. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, it is upon us. The morning time is here, which means one thing. It's time to get it on, get it smoking, get it cracking, get it to doing what it do. This is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It never starts the same ever the same way in the morning. I refuse. Monotony brings about boredom, which brings about a staleness that inhibits growth. I am forever changing because I am trying to grow. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the damn Steve Harvey Morning Show. (laughs) On the verge of the greatest verses of all times. April 4th, Isley Brothers against that damn earth, wind, and fire. Woo! (laughs) Shirley Strawberry. Well, let's get it on, Steve. Good morning. Carla Pharrell. The countdown is on. Good morning. Junior, you don't know nothing about this, but what's up? <laughs> Morning, Uncle. I'm just going to try to look and see what you do yeah. first. That one I thought it was Joe to say. <laughs> <laughs> Nephew Tommy. Top, top. I'm in the building. I'm in the building on this beautiful Wednesday. Mm. Not in front of the boy, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Please, not in front of the boy. Top of the morning. Top, top. Yeah, man. So. You're still excited about it, huh, Steve? Yeah, 
kind of. You're not letting. This I'm going out. through some changes about it right now. I'm debating on. Like what? what? I mean, what? It, what you know, I, I can't say it right now because I don't want to oh. put no energy out there. I don't know what I'm going to do, but I do know I'm going to do something. <laughs> well, what about the gear? What are you wearing? Are you going to throw back? Now, nah, you know time? what? And the fake suede vest with the shingles oh, on it. Okay. With the right, suede, okay. fake suede pants with the Indian, like the shingles down the side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the moccasins. Because mm-hmm. uh-huh. I knew they was coming out in teepees. <laughs> and how did you know this? How, how you get that information? Because my boy, they had been to concert down in Cincinnati. And he told you? Oh, okay. Yeah, so when they came to Richfield, I already knew what it was. Uh-huh. And so where did you find the outfit? Where did you go shopping? Shopping? No, my you sister made it. made it. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, your sister made it. That's right. She I had no money for no custom. And, and you also didn't have money for another ticket, so you went alone, right? Yeah, I can't care nobody. One of the fun things about going you know, and then I'm talking about no, I'm gonna need a dress and all this. No, 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 no. no. You ain't you ain't gonna wear the Indian outfit, so you can't go. <laughs> and I bought my ticket. I bought the cheapest day ticket they had, and just waited till the show started and kept my eye on the flow. And when I saw that opening on about row six, mm-hmm. I eased on down and I partied right on up. Old player dressed up in a, like a pimp. He said, "What's up, little man? I see you. I see. I feel that." Yeah. How long right. was you able to sit in that all spot? Right, got... all, all rest of the night. Yeah, I was there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Coming up in 32 minutes after the hour, Sister Odell is in the building <laughs> right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, Steve, it is Women Crush Wednesday, and our girl Sister Yee. Odell is in the building. You hear her, don't you? You hear her. Where's her music? Love launch. There it is. There it is. But she, now I'm found. She really well, 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 well. Good morning, good morning. Good morning, everyone. Well, good morning. Good morning, morning Sister Odell. Truly, truly blessed and highly favored. Good morning, Carly. Good morning, Sister Odell. God bless you. How you doing? God, girl, wonderful junior. Morning, Sister Odell. It's good to see you as usual. Mm, wonderful. Hi, boy. Yes, ma'am. Good morning. Good morning. I'm, I'm the boy. Mm, hey, Shirley. <laughs> good morning, Sister Odell. Welcome back. Beautiful, beautiful. What's going on? Let's get well, it. Ooh, well, everything. I got to tell you something that, you know, we just talked about earlier, and Steve's excited. I wonder if you were excited about this. The versus battle, the next one. Um, it's going to be between the Isley Brothers and Steve's favorite group, Earth, Wind, and Fire. I was you know what? You felt about that. I heard about it. Oh, did you I'm, now? I'm going to it. <laughs> oh, are you? Oh, you really? I'll be out there in Los Angeles at a revival, so I'm going to just go on, step on out on that. <laughs> Were you a fan of both those groups? Girl, the Isley Brothers, you know. Uh-huh. Ronald Isley and Ernie Isley. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. but it was well, you know it was his daddy though. Who? Oh, wh- wh- Bernard Isley. <laughs> not Bernard. Not <laughs> B. Not B. Lord <laughs> have mercy. Who that man could sing? <laughs> <laughs> That's where they got it from. <laughs> girl, girl. <laughs> and so yes, I'm gonna go. You know, I'm gonna go on out there and support. You know, this real's music. 
Yes, yes ma'am. ma'am. Are you going to take someone with you, Sister Odell? No, no, I'm going to go by myself. I got a brand new outfit for it. I was supposed oh, to ask really? you, what were you going to wear? What are you going to wear? What, what are you doing? I'm, I'm just buying a brand new white missionary outfit. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you'll what? fit right in. Kill the game. <laughs> just kill the game. Ain't no need to change it. <laughs> if it, don't, it. <laughs> you don't fix it. No, if it don't work, if it, if it don't. broke. That's it. <laughs> uh, <don't fix> it. <laughs> wow. Well, okay. We'll look for you because that this one is going to be exciting. We're all excited Surely. about it. Surely. I'll be out huh? there. I'm huh, gonna uh, I'm gonna go out there. I'm gonna do Verdine's hair. <laughs> oh, you can do hair, sister. <laughs> there. Yeah, I'm gonna roll and set term. it the night before. <laughs> A roller set. <laughs> sister Adele, wow. what's your what favorite Isley Brothers mm. song? Between the sheets. Can you? Oh, you like between the sheets? Okay. Really? Uh I like between the sheets. (laughs) Keep hearing footsteps, baby, (laughs) in the dark. (laughs) Walking up behind, (laughs) and you can't hardly hear. That's (laughs) cause there's footsteps. In the dark. <laughs> amen. Yeah, That's amen. Right. Yeah, that was good. Out, Church it at. <laughs> Got to put I Jesus it. in it. <laughs> Earth, Wind, and Fire. You have a. I know you have a favorite from from them. Mm-hmm. I just know you reasons. Do. <laughs> the reasons. The reasons that I'm here. Uh-huh. What is it? The reasons that I keep on praising him. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. You have your rhyme. Uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. Hurt him now, Sister Odie. Hurt him. Hurt him with the hits. Yes, <laughs> I've been trying to turn all they hits into church songs just because, you know, because I can sing them in the car when I'm picking up people in the van and they don't know, you know, old people can't Mm -hmm. tell. So I can sing secular music and gospel music combined. You want to hear another? Oh, yeah. Yes, Yes, ma'am. Name name a song. Living for the love love of you. Said I'm living for the love of you. Said I'm living, it's all because of you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's the jam now. <laughs> well, now, is it? <laughs> Love's good. holiday. Love's holiday. Earth, wind, and fire. He is mine. <laughs> Mine and all, just mine. <laughs> I'm his, and I am always his. You gotta laugh at yourself. You're so stupid. I love. Got caught up in that one right there. <laughs> Got full. <laughs> what about um? What about yeah. an upbeat tune like uh, "Fight the Power" by the Isley Brothers? Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> Dun, 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 dun. Come on, fight it. Mm. Dun, 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 dun. Time is truly wasting. Dun, 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 dun. Ain't no guarantee. Stay in now. Time is truly wasting. Uh-huh. Dun, 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 dun. You gotta fight the powers that be. 
Yeah. Mm. White people! <laughs> we used to sing that at the rallies, too. We used to change the word to fight white people. Back in the civil rights movement, you know. Who done got social justice? Fight white power. Stand up. Fight white power. That was a cut right uh -huh. there. Reverend so, Ab me and Reverend Abernathy wrote that together. Oh, you Reverend and Abernathy? Abernathy? Yes, I knew Reverend. <laughs> Very okay. It was really his daddy I was more involved with. Though. Okay, you oh. know what? <laughs> what? What was his name? Grab it. <laughs> Grab it, Abin. <laughs> Grab it, Abin. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, Sister Odell. We gotta oh, go. And uh, thank y'all, bye, sweetie. Thanks for having me. Oh yes, of course, Sister Odell. Uh, you know what's coming up next? The nephew and uh, run that prank back right another after another one from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, Ms. Ann is standing by with today's national news. President Biden says gun control should not be partisan, and he is pushing for the Senate to act now. Plus, in trending news, entertainment news, uh, Common, Issa Rae, The Roots, John Legend, Shaq have all signed an open letter Supporting for the People Act, okay? We'll tell you about it at the top of the hour. But right now, the nephew is here to run that prank back. What you got for us, Nev? Musty son. Mm -hmm. Musty son. Yo, 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 child is musty. Okay? Musty son. Yeah, the baby. Two-year-old baby, musty. Let's go, Kevin. Uh <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach Vanessa, please. This is she. Hi, Vanessa. My name is Robert. I'm the uh, uh, one of the owners. You know my wife, Michelle. We own the uh, daycare. Yes, 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 yes. How can I help you? Okay, we've been. Uh, I think we've had your son Malik probably close to a year now. Am I right? <laughs> yes, you have. Is everything okay? No, everything is fine. Everything is fine. I don't think we uh, we have a problem that we can't clear up. Um, I have a question for you. Have, have you been noticing anything different about Malik, um, uh, like concerning hygiene at all? Hygiene? No. Not that I can recall. What are you talking about? Okay. How old is Malik? He's two. Okay. Well, we seem to have come across a little glitch here that we're going to try to take care of here at the uh, at the daycare. I, actually, my wife didn't. I told her I would make the phone call and leave her out of it. I know you see her every day once. Yeah, you but drop, what, what, what glitch are you talking about? What, what what is this glitch? I'm sorry. Glitch. What is this glitch that you want to talk about? I'm confused. Okay. Well, actually, what we're having is it seems like every day here lately for the last two months, uh, Malik has been. You know, very musty. You know, he hasn't been really what? sweaty, but just real musty. Okay, you clearly have the wrong child because I give my son a bath every night, and most mornings before he leaves the school, I give him another bath again. So, yeah, I'm pretty positive you have the wrong child. No, ma'am. Your son is Malik, right? And he's, he's two years old. You guys have been here with us right close to a year now, correct? Yes, and? Okay, and he's a cute little kid with the curly hair. I know exactly which one he is. So what I'm what I'm saying to you is that we are having problems. He's just he's just reeking, you know. He's real musty. Okay, so, you know what? My son does not reek. I don't know what child you're talking about, but you're not talking about my child. I just told you I make sure that he gets a bath every night. So that's not my child. My child is very clean. 
Okay, well, well, hang on, Vanessa. What I'm trying to get you to understand is I'm trying to... This is why my wife didn't want to call, okay? And I'm glad I'm actually the one that made the call. What we need to do, this is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to try a little experiment for the next month or so. Experiment? I'm, gonna, I'm sorry? Well, what, what do you mean experiment? What kind of experiment? Well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some male deodorant on him what? for the next... For the, well, just for the next month, and we'll see how it plays no, out. No, 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 no. You're not, you're not going to put anything on my child. That's not going to happen. Okay, well, ma'am, I'm trying to I'm trying to fix the problem here. I just wanted to call. He and doesn't have a you. problem. I already told you that my son is clean. You're not going to put any on him, and if you do, it's going to be a problem. Do you understand me? Okay, ma'am, I'm not trying to have an argument with you. What I want you to know is well, I'm not I'm trying, trying to have to, an argument either. To but you're trying to, you're talking about putting deodorant on my child. You you can't do that. I'm not going to have that happening. Please don't make me have to come back to that school for you and your wife. Okay, ma'am, listen, we're going to have to do something about your child. Your child is musty, okay? And you're sitting here getting an attitude with me, and I'm trying to let you know your child because is you're musty. you're nonsense. Maybe you're the one that's musty. Maybe you and your wife are musty. My child is not musty. I keep telling you that I bathe him every night. Which part of that do, don't you understand? I understand everything that you're saying. Maybe it's the soap. Maybe something is not taking effect. I'm not sure. Okay? But Maybe he doesn't do smell it right because I don't know what child you're smelling, but you're not smelling my child. On him. You are not using male deodorant on my child. Do I need to come down there for you with the cops and sue your entire establishment? You don't want that to happen. Stay away from my child. Are you crazy? You know, matter of fact, where's my son? Ma'am, your son is fine. Your son is in there with the rest of the kids. They're playing. I, you know, today is the first day I sprayed a little bit of male deodorant on you his You did arm. what? Let's see how that worked okay, out. Okay, so you play crazy. Look, Cheryl. Can, can, can you cover for me for a couple of minutes? I'll be, I'm, I'm bringing my there right now. I'll be there within the hour because you must be crazy. What do you mean you sprayed my son? Ma'am, I just sprayed a little bit of deodorant on him just to see if we can... If I we didn't can give you permission to do that, and I keep telling you that there's nothing wrong with my child, and you took it upon yourself to go and spray my child, and you weren't supposed to do that. Are you crazy? I'm bringing my right now. Okay, well, what are you coming here for? The boy is... He, he, your son Malik is fine. Why are you coming here? No, he's clearly not fine. If you go around spraying why don't you spray Because clearly it's your smelling and reeking and funky as hell. I didn't give you no to spray my child. Yeah, I'm going to come down there and I you're... promise you, I promise you, I'm going to shoot all y'all because you Crazy. Okay, let me say this, ma'am. Your son is musty. He's been reeking for the My last time. My son is not musty. How many times have I tried to tell you that he's anymore, not musty? Okay? You know what? I ain't even trying to hear your because you, you, you're clearly crazy. How you go around spraying people's kids? I don't with my child. Did you smell the other kids? You know what? I'm about to get in my car and come down there for your ass because you must be crazy. Uh, uh, hello? 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 Why did you hang up on me? I'm trying to fix the problem, ma'am. Wait, wait, wait. What the you want? I told you that I'm coming down there. I'll be there in 10 minutes. Once. I needed to let you know one more thing that's going on here. What could you possibly need to let me know? Because I'm on my way to right now. Where are you now? Are you in your car? Where are you? I am heading to my car, about to get in my car to come down there for because you must be crazy spraying my child. Before you get to your car, I need I need to tell you one more thing about your son, okay? Please, what you possibly have to tell me. I want to tell you that what? this is, listen to me, this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girlfriend Cheryl got me to prank phone call you. <laughs> Mother f***. <laughs> that f***, you know. I'm standing here in the parking lot about to come down there for and that knew exactly what I was about. I'm going to get her. I'll forget it, because I'm thinking, I know my child is musty. 
I know my child is clean and he doesn't smell. Ooh, I'm going to get her. <laughs> I just talked to her. She said she's right here in her cubicle. you got to call her right now. I said, okay, just chill out. I'm going to call her. Uh, we Ooh, got I'm going to get her. You don't know. <laughs> hey, is, is Malik nice and clean? <laughs> Malik is always nice and clean and smelling right. So I don't know what the hell you were talking about. I was like, not my child. He got the wrong child. You are about to get it. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, man. All right, Vanessa, you got to tell me one more thing, baby. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? <laughs> the one and only Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> that goes out to all the musty kids out there. Aww. Not a shout out. <laughs> Your parents know who you are. Your parents know exactly who you are. You musty. That's it. You just you just musty. Okay. Dear That's Ron. how I'm gonna leave it. Catch me. Let's see. What's first? April 2nd. April 2nd. Ready to love, baby. That's season four. Getting ready to jump off. You don't want to miss it on the OWN yeah. Network. Mm-hmm. Friday night, April 2nd, 9, 8 central. Make sure you tune in and catch your boy. All new season. Ready to love. Houston, Texas. One more round in Houston. And guess what? Who knows where the next season will be? Stay tuned. Okay. Mm. All right. All right, well, thank you, nephew. Coming up at the top of the hour, we'll have some entertainment and national news for you right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we're talking to the Steve Harvey Nation right now. We need your attention, Steve Harvey Nation. We still have work to do, okay? We're inviting you to join our forever first lady, Michelle Obama, along with Tom Hanks, Taraji P. Henson, Tracy Ellis Ross, Chris Paul, Kerry Washington, John Legend, Janelle Monet, Common, Steph Curry, Shonda Rhimes, uh, Issa Rae, and many, many more. Uh, they've all published an open letter calling on all Americans to take action by calling, emailing, and tweeting their senators in support for the For the People Act, okay? It's a landmark bill. It is most critical uh, civil rights legislation uh, since the civil rights movement. For the People Act will expand voter registration and online voter registration. It will mandate two weeks of early voting for federal elections. It will make Election Day a national holiday and restore the voting rights of convicted felons. The bill is currently in the Senate right now after being passed by the House uh, so there you have it. Oh, we have wow. a lot of work to do. We need to call, email, all that. Mm. Right? Everything. Yes, everything we can do that is wow. within our power. Who can we get on the show to talk about this? Is Warnick behind it? Is Ossoff? Is, mm-hmm. is uh, Stacy Abrams? Abrams. Mm-hmm. We need somebody who Abrams. has uh, impact in our mm-hmm. community. Right. Okay. Don't yeah. don't call here and don't nobody know you or care what you think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> don't be new to the cause is what I'm saying. Right. Now, you know, we turn down people that's brand new to the cause who are bandwagon politicians and bandwagon activists who find something new and hot and trying to build a name. We not build we don't build names on this show. If you're Tamika Mari, somebody like that, Sean King that's been out there stomping and, and working hard, you welcome. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, Earl Patterson and all this, Professor Riley, no, no. 
Who is no, that? you're not coming over. Who is them people? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You, you just know, made up his name. Just be talking. <laughs> you know. Well, you know, the yeah. For the People Act, Steve, is a set of legislative reforms to ensure that our democracy works for everyone. So we want you to go to whenweallvote.org, whenweallvote.org. Yes, that website is still up and it will be up. Go to whenweallvote.org to contact your senator today. Stay mm. woke. Yeah. People. They're trying to suppress our votes. Yes, they are. uh, Mm -hmm. This thing where they have to re-vote every so often on voting rights acts for black Mm -hmm. people, Mm -hmm. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And do you know that there are senators and people who vote against it? Oh, yeah. Man, this thing. We are now we are now a powerful voting bloc. Yes, and we sir. proved it this past election. Yes, we did. We're mm-hmm. not giving you that back. No. You're not going to mm. vote or suppress us and come up with no new laws. Because we see you coming now. We're going to get ahead of you. it. Mm-hmm. And if you support these bills, mm-hmm. in two years, when the Senate is up again, Mid-term. listen mm-hmm. to me, mm-hmm. you will not be around. Yeah, actually. Mm-hmm. And we will see to Next it. Year. Yeah, next year. Mm-hmm. Next yeah, year I great. went on the website whenweallvote.org. There is a link right there. It, it's so easy. Just fill out the information. Mm-hmm. It takes you to submit to your senator. Y'all, we have to stay woke. I'm telling mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. we can do this. They trying to backdoor us, y'all. Yes, oh, they yeah. are. Whenweallvote.org oh, yeah. and get mm-hmm. to your center and let's pass this People's Act. For the people. Yeah. yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Thank you very much, and good morning, everybody. Authorities in Boulder, Colorado, say that the man suspected of gunning down 10 people in the supermarket on Monday is being charged with 10 counts of first-degree murder, one count of attempted murder. Officials say Ahmad al-Alawi Alizi was born in Syria, but he was raised uh, in the U.S. He purchased his gun, they say, less than a week before he used it. Boulder Police Chief Maris Herald announced the names of the victims, all of whom were white. Denny Strong, 20 years old. Nevin Stadinsky, 23 Ricky Odds, 25. Trelona Barkanoviak, 49. Suzanne Fountain, 59. Terry Liker, 51. Officer Eric Talley, 51. Kevin Mahoney, 61. Lynn Murray, 62. Jody Waters, 65. By the way, Colorado has been the scene of some of the nation's worst mass shootings, including the one at Columbine House High School. Remember that in 1999, where two students killed 12 classmates and a teacher before taking their own lives. And then there was the massacre of 12 people inside a movie theater in Aurora, Colorado, for it was a Batman uh, opening. Meanwhile, Senate Democrats say they're pushing for a vote on a new and expanded gun control measure to try and again in the wake of the second mass shooting in a week. President Biden says, what's the holdup? I don't need to wait in another minute, let alone an hour, to take common sense steps that will save the lives in the future and to urge my colleagues in the House and Senate to act. We can ban assault weapons and high-capacity magazines in this country once again. Mr. Biden is referring to the national ban on assault-style weapons that lapsed in 2004. Prosecutors say that the two alleged members of the racist Proud Boys group have pled not guilty to conspiracy and other charges in connection with the Capitol Hill riot. The two men, among several alleged members of that extremist group, charged in connection with January's insurrection. Authorities say they accuse Ethan Ordain and Joseph Biggs of trying to disrupt Congress's certification of Joe Biden's presidential win, coordinating with other Proud Boys and where to meet 
meet and how to storm up the Capitol. The huge Trump-loving, COVID-denying state of Texas has become the most popular state in the nation to make coronavirus vaccinations available now for all adults who want one starting on Monday. And finally, the late rapper Big Pun received his props this week. The corner of the Grand Concourse and Fordham Road in New York's Bronx neighborhood named for him this week. It's now called Big Pun Plaza, and it makes no difference if you're Boricua or Morena like me. Morena, Boricua, it's all good. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Well, guys, it's Wellness Wednesday, and it's also been one year since lockdown. Did you lose your stay-at-home weight yet? Uh, the COVID-15. Working on it. Working on uh, it. <laughs> people in the United States got, gained an average of 1.5 pounds. That is one and a half pounds per month during the pandemic-related lockdown. That's, that's 12, ain't it? Uh-huh. According to a study published yesterday yeah. by uh, JAMA Network Open, participants in 37 states in Washington, D.C., monitored between February 1st and June 1st last year, added on average about 0.6 pounds of body weight every 10 days after shelter-in-place orders were implemented in, implemented in their areas. The data showed. So I got to ask you guys this. Are you still trying to lose weight you gained and uh, stay at home lockdown from a year ago? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you say yes. here? No. Yeah. Yes. That and then some that was there before that. <laughs> before was, pre-COVID weight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had got up to 210 pounds. You know, man, it's, yeah. it's harder. Junior, you got to 210? Yeah, that's why I had to go get in the gym, man. <laughs> Don't, uh, I go to the bathroom. My you stomach get there. Too? My stomach get there an hour before I walk in. Boy. <laughs> before I even see me, my stomach been in hey, the dog, bathroom. Hey, dog, I ain't going to lie to you, dog. At my age, it's increasingly harder to lose it weight. It is. As you age. It really just... is. And what I've discovered is, that's why I wear this T-shirt all the time, because I keep mm-hmm. reminding myself to yeah. age less. Mm-hmm. And uh, like to, it, to think about eating so I can age less, work out. Now, and I don't enjoy working out. I do not like working out. No parts of it? None of it? I don't like it. No. No, no, I don't. I don't know what part it is to like. I like the stretching at the beginning. And then you're done. After that, I'm ready to go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I've been walking every day, y'all. Walking is good. You got a good pace going with the all that's necessary. Yes. Been doing you don't have to run. That's what people think. I'm going to get out here and run. Listen, man, if you haven't ran in a while, don't go out there and try to run. Don't no, try. I'm not even. Don't try. That's don't shocking. Try. Yes, it is. Yo, you don't know what you're finna do to your body. Your shins, Mm-mm. please, your Mm-mm. calves, your knees, your ankles, the bottom of your feet. You're finna have a misunderstanding. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Start yeah. with walking. And, yeah. and you don't really have to do it. You don't have to run to get in shape. No. If you're not a runner, you this ain't the time to start. No, yeah. but, but be active then, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do something. Do something. Walk. Whatever you can do. Yeah. Because mm. we see with this pandemic, chronic disease. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And sex is is an exercise. In case y'all need to know, just get it. Get, get a workout did, in. Now. Did anybody say anything? Shirley, go ahead. Coming up at 34 minutes after the hour, we'll have a quick round of Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time now for a quick round of Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is in the building. 
This one is from Garland in Pittsburgh. Garland, <laughs> that's a name for you, Steve. Uh, Garland says, I do basketball clinics with up-and-coming ball players, and I charge by the hour. One of my good buddies, 16-year-old son, was training with me, but he stopped coming after my buddy lost his job. I offered to train him for free, but my buddy was too proud for that. His son called and said he was coming back to training, and he'd pay me. He gave me cash, and I noticed a roll of 20s in his gym bag. I was at a loss for words. Am I supposed to tell my buddy about this first, or is it okay to ask the boy about it? Well, you better mm. ask this boy, but you got a roll of twenties. We know what's happening. Mm. Oh yeah, everybody knows twenties, sure. man. Yeah, yeah. I, mm. hey man, but I would, I would, I would talk to your buddy too, man. I mean, you know, we got to help parent, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got this boy go to prison. I can pay mm-hmm. you. No, roll the twenties in your gym bag. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Hey man, Slangin'. your son just showed up and said he could pay. And I saw a roll of 20s in the gym bag. You might want to talk to your son. Period. Slanging. Yeah. Right. This up. ain't the time to be. You ain't, this ain't your friend. Right. Right. Hmm. Right. It takes a village. It takes all of us to save them. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Cheryl. Absolutely it does. All right. Uh, we're moving on. A year ago, this is from Beverly in Little Rock. A year ago, I met a man that can sing his behind off. He was very romantic, and he swept me off his feet. He moved in with me after four months of dating, and a few months later, he landed a great job doing backup vocals on an album. He was making money, and he started feeling himself. One Friday, he got his check and left the house and never came back. I noticed his clothes were gone, and he changed his number. Well, his checks still come to my house. Do I try to find them? Do I try to find him or throw them away? Hmm. Hmm. Well, throwing them away don't help nobody. You know, I know you're mad, but throwing away money, what do that accomplish? You know. So what should she I do? I don't, you know, Just, I'd say, hey, your checks is over here. But he changed his number. She she can't get in touch with him. Oh, well, just hold on to the checks. He gonna show up. Oh, man. Let me tell you something. Ain't nobody forgot about no damn money. Not no, not no dude. Yeah, because he's going to be wondering where them checks at. Just just hold on to the checks, and you'll be able to get a couple of questions answered, or you cut a deal. I got your checks. You know, give me $1,000, i give them to you. You know, you're doing good. Something like that. Or, you know, he can stand on the porch, and you can open the curtain. And let him watch you set the checks on fire. You know? Yes. Ooh. Come on. Yes. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yes. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> Good answer. Get in there, Survey huh? says, yes. Now you're talking, CLO. <laughs> <laughs> right. Come on, Chloe. Well, you know, he, well, you say something ignorant, man. <laughs> All right. Quentin in Memphis says, I'm 39 and my girlfriend is 36 and she has bought me a ring and is planning to propose to me. She confided in my mother, and my mom gave me the heads up because I've told my mother that I love this woman, but she's not my soulmate. I certainly don't want to marry her or cause her embarrassment at this engagement party she's planned for us. How do I break it to her beforehand without breaking her heart into pieces? Well, what you got to do is say, look, I was talking to my mom, and my mom told me what she was planning. And don't do that because I don't see a future with you. Ooh, he just said he didn't want to break her heart. Okay, what you going to do? You going to marry her? Because the only way not to break her heart is to let her go through with her plans. 
So here's your choice. You can break her heart or you can ruin her life. I think she would pick the broken heart. And oh, by the way, not to mention you finna throw a big section of yours out the window too. She ain't your soulmate. What you marrying her for? Wasting time. He said, but he you you love her, her, but you don't want to break her heart. Yeah, you know, we all been in love with the wrong person. That ain't nothing new. Who ain't? Who in here ain't been in love with the wrong person? What? Hello. Uh, what? By a show of what? Hands. <laughs> Hello. Raise your hand. Coming up next. <laughs> thank you, CLO, the nephew, with today's prank phone call right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. The subject, she wants to be the man of the house. But right now, (laughs) we're talking to the nephew about his prank phone call. We'll get to the strawberry letter in just a bit. But uh, nephew, what do you have for us today, please? It's time to put some focus on my refrigerator. My refrigerator. Okay. Okay. Sounds pretty simple. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Mr. B, please. Who is this? Mr. B, this is Jackson. I'm the driver, man. I'm uh, actually the delivery guy that's bringing your refrigerator over today. Uh, okay, what's going on? Okay, listen, I know we had a window that was from 8 to 12 this morning. It's, uh-huh. Let's see, it's 11.30 now. Uh-huh. So uh, it, we're running a little bit behind schedule, man. We had some problems at the yard getting everything uh-huh. loaded up. Come on, man! You killing me? I can't. Y'all, so y'all running behind? We're a little bit behind schedule, man. We gonna have we we'll be there somewhere between twelve and four. Oh, come on, man! Y'all got to do better than that, man. Man, I'm, I'm with my job. I, I understand, sir. I understand. I, actually, it's it's. I got all man. I got all my food in here and the, and the, uh, coolers and stuff, man. I got ice everywhere, man. Come. On. So, so you, I mean, what's what what's what's going on? y'all ain't got the refrigerator, I'm trying to figure no. out. No, no, we loaded up, you know. We just had some problems. I think one of the forklifts went out, and, you know, we it, it kind of pushed us back. So that four-hour window we had from 8 to 12, man, just got ruined, and now we're pushing things from uh, 12 to 4. So between 12 and 4, man, we would definitely be there. Man, y'all have to do better than that. Cool. Uh, I spoke to yesterday. He's actually the uh, warehouse supervisor. He's actually out today. He's not here. So he's not in. So, yeah, man, I'm supposed to be oh. at work at 1 o'clock. You said y'all ain't going to be here till in between 12 and 4. I'm supposed to be at work at 1 o'clock. I understand it, man. I, I, I greatly apologize, man. It, 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 this rarely happens, and it just so happened this morning. The forklift was down, and we had a lot of stuff to load up. You know, we got right. I got 10 refrigerators on this truck, man, and one of them's definitely yours, sir, so I'm definitely going to be getting it to you as soon as I can. Man, y'all so, so Man, y'all pushing it because I'm supposed to be at work. And then I, I, I done scheduled everything else around this because I'm supposed to, you know, I got to have my refrigerator because I got all my food and stuff sitting in here in, in, in the kitchen and, okay. and, and whatnot. Your, 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 so your, I, your I refrigerator went out? Did it go? Your refrigerator went out? Is that what happened? Yeah, sir. It so did. I mean, I haven't had it for quite some time. So, you know, so it's just a matter of time for, for it to go out. So I decided oh. to go ahead and get a new one. You know, right. So that's why. I well, now I can schedule. I can schedule you next week sometime if you want me to. No, no, uh, no, no, no. I mean, I can't. I can't afford it. We're gonna pay for this food that I got in here all over the floor. Let me let me get the hustling man. See if I can move as quick as I can. But twelve to four is the window, man. I, I like I said, I apologize, Mister. Mm-hmm. But we'll be there, man. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna be there with your refrigerator today, okay? Okay. So so when you when you on your way, how about I want you to call me and let me know that you're on your way, so I know what's going on. We don't normally we don't normally call when we're on our way. We just come on in and get things set up. What, you, what do you mean you don't call? 
not. You just called me just now, didn't you? Yeah, you, yeah, you I did. You just called me then. Make no sense. Okay, like I said, the problem is on us. Man, I'll give you a call when we en route, okay? Mm-hmm. Okay, I appreciate that. Now, you said, 12, you said between 12 and 4 now. Yeah, yes, sir, between 12 and 4. We definitely be there. We got you on the truck, man. Okay, I'm not, I, don't want, I don't want no mess, man. No, no, we got you. We got you. We'll see you in a minute, man. All right. Take care. Mm-hmm. Hello? Uh, Mr. Who is this? This is Jackson again, the delivery guy, man, with the refrigerator. Listen, Mr. Baptiste, man, we run into a few more problems here, man. It looks like we oh, probably not gonna get that refrigerator out till tomorrow sometime. You, uh, you said, hold on, you, you said what? We run into a few more problems, man. It looks like we probably not gonna get that refrigerator out till tomorrow you sometime. You done ran into a few more problems. A few more problems like what? Sir, we got some problems with some, uh, um, some more deliveries. We got uh, just with all the deliveries we got, it just don't seem we're gonna make it on your side of town to be able to get this thing oh, taken. You're not gonna make it on my side of town. What kind of is that? You. You just you decide you want to take my money when I pay for the when I pay for the, but you gonna tell me you don't you ain't gonna make it on my side of town. Well, but we can definitely get out there tomorrow, man. We definitely can get tomorrow, out there tomorrow. I, I can't I, you, I can't have my situation out here tomorrow. I got chicken and beef and uh and, and, and brisket and shit all over here in my flow, and you gonna tell me you can't make it in here till tomorrow? What kind of shit is that, huh? Elvis, sir, you, sir, you 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 ain't got no answers for me on that, sir. I understand. No no no, no I don't I don't think you understand, I, son. Because this, I got I got food and ice and shit in here and coolers and. All over my floor in my kitchen, you gonna tell me that I did just you can't make it in here till tomorrow with my with my uh, with my refrigerator because because you 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 y'all in on the back around. Now where is no. the yesterday? Now where that where is? I know you spoke to Larry. Like, I told him yesterday I had to have my at work at one o'clock. I told him that. I said that you gotta okay. have that refrigerator here on time because I gotta have my at work. Well, like I said, we've had some setbacks. So where is? I don't talk to you no more. Where is? Like, like I said, sir, not working today. He's, he's not. not he's not in today. He, so, he's, so he's who in charge? Well, actually, the lady named one that's actually in charge. And when Larry leaves, but uh, I don't even know if I saw morning. Oh, but but you raggedy, you. What are y'all doing over there? Now when I spoke, there we gonna have it there. It was between and eight I, and twelve. I, I done took off my job, but y'all had a refrigerator here. I'm here at home. I, and now you call me back. Sir, all I can me. tell you is we're going to be there tomorrow, okay? I'm not going to go back and forth. You, you say you're not going to go I'm, back. I'm not you, gonna... know, you, you know what? You, 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 you mean you don't know this refundable? You got time. You gonna take my money and you gonna tell me that I can't have my money back and you can't get my refrigerator on here on time? Sir, sir uh, uh, listen. There's one more thing I, I need know, to I tell you. Okay, but I have one more thing I need to tell you. Okay, are you listening? What? This will probably help everything. What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your wife. <laughs> 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 You know what? I'm going to fix her. So, but where the hell is my refrigerator? That's what I want to know. I tell you what, they showed up their refrigerator. I showed up so they, where they can put it. Man. Give it to me. <laughs> King of pranks. King of pranks. I love him. <laughs> you can see that refrigerator up. Hey, man, he wasn't having none of them. Oh, fun. None of this. What the blank y'all doing over there? You raggedy blank, blank, the blank company. So many beats. So many beats.
The blank you mean I ain't gonna get my money back. I gave you my money, you ain't got no refrigerator, I ain't getting my money back. I've been taking my food down my neighbor's house, put it up in there, man. I'm gonna give me another refrigerator. And you take that refrigerator you got and stick it up in your Right. I said, this dude, man, he got a whole, he got it worked out. Uh-huh. No, he tired, though. He got them coolers in the kitchen, man. He got man, that brisket sitting way. there. He got chicken sitting See, in man, there, man. See, you man, young ragged ass. You getting on my nerves with this here, man. Who you think you talking to? I done told you. I got all this food in here, cool all this ice all over the kitchen floor. Food in here. Y'all told me y'all going back. I told you you had to be here by 11 o'clock. I got one job. My ass got to go to work, man. Wow. That oh, was man. a good one, Neff. That was a good one. All right. I ain't going to be able to call you before we come. What the hell you mean you can't call me before we You just <laughs> called me just now, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> right. That was it right there. Yeah. We don't really call nobody. nobody before we come. What the hell you mean you don't call nobody? You just called me just now, didn't you? Uh-huh. Ain't nobody stupid. Ain't nobody stupid. <laughs> he was funny. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I'm going to be just as stupid, y'all, April 16th through the 18th at the Star Dome, Birmingham, Alabama, with the nephews coming to town, grabbing that microphone. Yes, I am. April 16th through the 18th, five show. It is Magic City weekend. You coming to watch the ball game? I'm going to be there. Come see your boy. Get some tickets. They on sale. I'm going to be stupid, if nothing else. I promise you that. Mm-hmm. Ignorance mm-hmm. is on the way You don't even to have to say that. Oh, That's that. one thing. Just promise me you'll be funny. There ain't no stupid comments. Be funny and stupid. Well, say that then. Give them something I'm else. For, I'm day. for stupid. For stupid. <laughs> now, how that? He said a new word. For stupid. <laughs> <laughs> He's stupid. You're serious on ready to love, though, nephew. You are. All serious right. and sexy. Thank uh-huh. you, sir. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Nev. Uh, Coming up, it's the Strawberry Letter. She wants to be the man of the house. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we want to say one more time, attention, Steve Harvey Nation. Please join our forever First Lady, Michelle Obama, in the fight for the Senate to pass the For the People Act, okay? The For the People Act uh, incorporates key measures that are urgently needed, including automatic voter registration, and other steps to modernize, modernize our elections and a national guarantee of free and fair elections without voter suppression, all right? Go to whenweallvote.org to contact your senator today. That's right, to contact your senator. They need to know what's on your mind. We want you to stay woke. Our work is certainly not done. We are not finished. We are not finished. We got to continue. Next year, it's going to be the midterm. So we got to do what we do, people. Yeah, we got a surprise for Mm -hmm. the right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. We have a surprise for you. Mm Mm-hmm. If you think we was just doing this once, you're sadly mistaken. That's yes. right. We're here That's forever. Right. Yeah. yeah, we finna show you something. Mm-hmm. 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 All right, uh, we're going to switch gears here. And uh, because it's time for the Strawberry Letter, uh, if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could be reading your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one right here, right now. 
Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. The strawberry letter. Thank you, nephew. Subject, she wants to be the man of the house. Dear Stephen Shirley, I'm 38, and I married my beautiful wife five years ago. We both have great jobs, and we bought a big house for our family. When we got married, she came with three kids and her nephew that she's raising for her sister. No problem. I did not have children, and I loved being a father all of a sudden. I have a job that involves a lot of travel, and for the past year, I've been out working working overseas, and I came home as much as possible. But with the pandemic, it was challenging to get back home. That ended four months ago, and I'm back home for good. Since I got back home, I'm beginning to hate my life and my wife. She has become a very controlling person, and it's all because I left her alone for so long. I had this job when we met, and she knew what it entailed. So I was surprised by her attitude when I got home. She has given me an ultimatum to get rid of any female friends that I have, even if she's cool with them. Every weekend, she has a honey-do list for me, so if I want to hang out with my boys, that's out. She keeps telling me that I have a lot of things to take care of around the house since I have been gone so long. She goes through my phone when I'm asleep, and it's not a problem because I leave it right there if she wants to go through it. I have nothing to hide. Sex is always at her command, and she determines when it's over. I tried to discipline the kids, and she always tells me, I got it. So I, left, I let her have that and everything else she wants to control. I want to go back to the country I was living in last year. How can I get my loving wife back? Well, I gotta, this is what I see in this letter. I see that you, sir, are selfish and you're a little whiny. And uh, you and your wife, I mean, and your wife and I are not here for it. Um, the thing is, people change, situations change, and they're supposed to change. You've been gone, like you said, a whole year. You came back expecting things to be just like you left them? No, that's not the way life works. I mean, have you ever considered for a moment how what she's been going through over here by herself? I mean, that's why she's so upset with you. Yes, she knew what kind of job you had initially, but that was five years ago, and you were gone for a very long time. She had to step way up. And may I remind you that uh, she was alone raising four kids uh, while she was still working? Uh, she, she was, for all intents and purposes, she was the man of the house, okay? And it sounds like she doesn't trust you anymore. What happened while you were away all that time? Uh, you didn't cheat overseas. I know it's not in the letter, but I got to ask. You didn't cheat overseas not one time. I mean, you know, come on. You, you could tell Steve and I. You could tell us uh, if you did. You didn't put it in a letter. Uh, she doesn't want you around any females anymore. She goes through your phone. Uh, something has caused her to change. Uh, to get her back, what I can tell you is you got to try harder. I mean, you guys have got to reconnect. I mean, where's the romance? Have you tried that? You didn't mention any of that. You just came back wanting things to be like they were. I mean, where's the consideration for what she's been going through? I think you should think about that while you're complaining about what your wife isn't doing. Steve? Well, she wants to be the man of the house. I see a couple of things wrong. I see wrong in both parties myself. Mm -hmm. Uh, she's 38. You married. He's 38. Married to the beautiful wife five years ago. 
great jobs, bought a big house, got married. She came with three kids and her nephew. She was raising four sisters. Guy said, no problem. Said, I didn't have children. I love being a father all of a sudden. Uh, got a job that travels him a lot for the past year. Been out overseas working. Came home as much as possible with the pandemic. It was challenging to get back home. That ended four months ago, and I'm back home for good. Now, since he came back home, I'm beginning to hate. I'm beginning to hate my life and my wife. Mm-hmm. Now, you're going to tell me why, but and I'm going to tell you why. She has become a very controlling person. Well, she has she had to be because she was in charge of everything. Yeah. She had to take control with the four kids. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it's all because I left her alone for so long. Ta-da! <laughs> okay, do you understand, bro? I had this job when we met, and she knew what it entailed. She had no idea you would be gone this long. She had no idea there would be a pandemic. She had no idea you wouldn't going to be able to come home. Hold that, Steve. Hold that thought, okay? We'll have part two of your response coming up at 23 minutes after the hour. Today's Strawberry Letter subject, she wants to be the man of the house. We'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, she wants to be the man of the house. See, this guy married this beautiful woman. Been married five years. She came with four kids. He loved being a father. They had great jobs. They bought a big house. They moved in. Everything was great. He has a job that he travels a lot. So that was it. The pandemic hit. It was hard for him to come from overseas. He's been overseas for a whole year. And now when he came back, he hates his life and his wife because he says that this woman has become controlling. And it's all because I left her alone for so long. Well, you have your answer right there, sir. I mean, she's been in charge of everything for a year. And then you said, I had this job when we met and she knew what it entailed. Well, that's not entirely true. She may have known what the job entailed, but she did not know what the pandemic would entail, as did none of us. No one saw this coming. No, she didn't know that you couldn't come back home, but a couple of times in the past year, she didn't know that she was going to miss her husband. The pandemic had them kids at home too. They couldn't go to school. So now she at home, she probably working for home. She got them four kids at home. That's a lot, lot. dog. So then she gave you an ultimatum to get rid of any female friends that I have, even if she's cool with them. Now, that came out of nowhere. So I'm going to assume, don't nothing just come out of nowhere? (laughs) You have some female friends that takes up whatever little bit of time you have to make up for being gone so long, and now you sitting up on the phone talking to these girls. And you've been gone all this time. And ain't no telling what conversations you had with them while you was gone. Or like Shirley said, what you doing? You've been gone a year, dog. Hmm. Come on, partner. Let's get you in the pandemic. So now she told you, you got to get ultimated. You got to get rid of all the female friends I have, even if she's cool with them. You're 38. You're married. You're a father. I don't even see how you got time for female friends, which are taking up time that you would have to devote to your family since you've been gone. 
Every weekend she got a honey-do list for me, so if I want to hang out with my boy, wait a minute, wait a minute, dude. You've been gone for a year. You're back. You got the female friends. You don't really want to give them up. Now you want you want you don't want no honey-do list. You don't want nothing to do. She been doing all year with the kids. You got a honey-do list on the weekend, and you want to hang out with your boys. Partner, come on, man. It's time for her to get a break. See, you coming home wanting breaks, but you really be trying to find need to be trying to find a way to give her a break. You could save your marriage if you would take some time out to give her a break. She keeps telling me I have a lot of things to take care of around the house since I've been gone so long. That that sounds like true. She goes through my phone when I'm asleep, and it's not a problem because I leave it right there. If she wants to go through it, I have nothing to hide. Well, she found something before. Ain't a woman just suspiciously going through your phone without being suspicious, partner. Something happened that you ain't putting in the letter. All right. Uh, sex is always at her command, and she determines when it's over. Now, ain't that always the case, though, dog? When they get new. All of us. No, that's... that's Par for the court. Bruh. We're done here. They they do determine when it's over. You do realize that. Though. Stop. Uh-uh. Don't stay over there. I don't want I'm I'm tired. Catch me in the morning. Okay. Yeah, bro. So I don't know why you put that in the letter. It ain't a man nowhere going. I I feel you, dog. I tried to discipline the kids and she always tells me I got it. So I let her have that. Everything else she wants and everything else she wants to control. Now, here's the key to the letter. I want to go back to the country I was living in last year. Uh See, wasn't all these problems over there. But now, she was over here catching hell with them four kids, bro. And you don't really see that. How can I get my loving wife back? Well, the only way I think you can get her back is become the loving husband. Because right now, man, I was trying to be on your side a little bit, dog. But the more I read this letter, you got to really, you got to come in here and make up for lost time. Right. Now, she has changed. But the pandemic changed her. The little wild sex kitten you had and all that <laughs> had to be a mother at the house, homeschooling at the house, and working from the house. The pandemic ate up, ate up a lot of relationships, dog. Mm. The family dynamics changed. They are all home now. Now you back and you want to sit on the phone with the girls and hang out with your boys. She's gotten used to handling everything. She's been doing it for a year. She got a system in place now. Now, you have things you have to get back to. You got to get you. You got to get a lot of upkeep back with the kids in the house. You got to gain her trust back. And if you don't want to put the work in, bro, then this marriage is over. Yeah. And now let me tell you what's going to happen. She's going to have some proof, and all this money you're making overseas, them two good jobs, she finna get half that. Woo! You do understand that. Mm. So you can get your loving wife back if you get back to being who you're supposed to be, dog. And I hate to dump this on you, player, but really, that's what it sounds like in this letter. <laughs> Good luck, All honey. right. Uh, thank you, Steve. Post your comments <laughs> on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook and check out the Strawberry Letter podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Junior is here with Sports Talk. What you got, Junior? Uh, first of all, Shirley, can we just say congratulations to the Rockets for winning a game? We want to just say <laughs> oh. that for them. <laughs> 
Yeah, yes. 20 Same. straight losses. We proud of y'all. Wait, welcome to March. Welcome. <laughs> <laughs> they ain't won a game since February 4th. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, so. But also, uh, fans were looking forward to Mike Tyson and Evander Holyfield. Well, that fight, uh, then it's not going to happen. It's been canceled. Good. Aww. Yeah, it's been canceled, man. It was really scheduled to take place during Memorial Day weekend at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami Gardens, Florida. But $25 million apparently wasn't enough for Mike Tyson to return to the ring. And according to Holyfield's camp, there were intense negotiations for months, and he just said we were, go- were negotiating with good faith. All along, it appears he just ended up wasting our time. So Holyfield's manager, Chris Lawrence, said, Meanwhile, and another source said Mike Tyson and Evander originally agreed to split the profits 50-50, but Tyson wanted more money. Mm-hmm. So yeah. hopefully... There's uh there's some there's some you know there's some hope for a future fight. But twenty five million. I thought man. somebody was gonna get hurt. I really did. I thought somebody was gonna get hurt. Uh, let, let's get hurt for twenty five million, Tom. Why you you wouldn't get hurt for twenty five? I would, but you 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 don't wanna be Mike Tyson hurt. You don't get to enjoy your twenty five million. Yeah. <laughs> <Mike Tyson>. <laughs> <laughs> you know, hard hard to have a good time when your nose ain't on your face. I don't care. <laughs> you lose another uh, ear. You got 25 million, but you got people feeding you. <laughs> that ain't good. Wow. Yeah, it's not worth it. See, it's not. It's not even no. worth it. Not, not 25 million. It ain't worth but, doing that. You know, I don't. I don't think that. Um, first of all, it wouldn't have been a really good fight because you've seen the best of them. But it would have oh, been yeah. interesting. Mike. Mike don't care about money like that no more. That's the difference. Yeah, Mike, Mike got, got weed money. money. Yes, yeah, so. I'm, I'm fighting. I'm fighting anybody for 25 million. <laughs> would, you, you? would you fight? Would you fight Tommy? Would you fight Tommy for 25 million? Dog. Fight who? Whoop Tommy, Tommy. Me? ass. Tommy. <laughs> oh, I said Tyson. Yo, I ain't my behind. Yo, for, for 25 million, you gonna get. Uh, I know you're quicker than me and all that, but for 25 million, you're not gonna believe the effort my old ass gonna put forth. How many? How many rounds do you think you could really go, man? Two minute rounds. Oh, you gotta do two minutes. You don't want two minutes. Two minutes. It's two minutes. Two minutes. Them them fights is two minute rounds. Mm. Yeah, you, I you could can do, do about two two minute rounds. <laughs> I'm and talking about a long time. <laughs> I can look sharp for about 70, 80 seconds. Sharp. <laughs> On my toes. I mean, everything. Everything. Uh, nice jab, faints. Faint good. Yeah, right. That second round, no dog. You're going to look like a whole nother fight out there. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Junior. Uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So, guys, hip hop artists Sweetie and Quavo from the Migos are no longer together. I think oh. everybody knows that by now. And, no. and <laughs> yeah, oh. Junior, I know you're you're broken up about it, aren't you? You're heartbroken. Uh, Sweetie is insinuating that he cheated on her, and according to him, she's not the woman he thought she was. While there uh, have been rumors circulating about the car he gave to her that he'd repossessed the Bentley in the wake of their public split, those rumors are not true. Sources directly connected to Quavo said it didn't happen. The word on the street was that he'd sent the repo man out to Sweetie's house in the wee hours of the morning to take the car back. He'd supposedly leased it and never put it in her name, and the deal he struck with the dealership allowed him to end the contract early. While that story sounds likely, it's not true. So here's the question, guys. Here's a question for the guys. Have you ever taken a gift back 
after a breakup, Junior, starting with you. Uh-uh. No, I ain't I had no money for no gift for you at that time. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, so, just, I, had, I just had to leave. That's all I thought. <laughs> you didn't take yeah. it back because you had, didn't I give left. it. Yeah, you I were the gift. You took your yeah, own self Yeah, I back. took myself out of that situation. <laughs> no, I couldn't. I didn't have the money then, girl. I just didn't. Surely not. No. <laughs> no. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Okay. Steve, have you ever taken a gift back after a breakup? Oh, no, I couldn't. couldn't. What do you mean you couldn't? No, I had to stay clear. Once I break up, it's pretty ugly. So I got <laughs> Oh, you have an ugly what breakup? Yeah, you got to have I don't care what you have. You can have <laughs> <laughs> you have all of them. I gave away houses before. I don't care about houses. So, let alone a purse. I wish I would be somebody asking you for that shoe back. No, I got to get clear, dog. I done let houses go. I ain't got a chance of yeah, I, I done got a chance of getting nothing back in my relationship. Now, I don't even give a damn. Oh, well, you want some money? Here. Now, I, matter of fact, I done paid to get out of a relationship. Get, give gifts back. I paid money to lawyers and, and uh-huh. government and all types of stuff to get out government. of the stuff I've been in. Oh, no, 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 no. Clearly, I've yeah. never gotten anything back. I pays to get ghosts. Okay. Yes. okay. Yeah. Yeah. I already right. know. Look, it, I cut my losses. I know what it is. If okay. I buy you something, that's yours. Ain't no problem. And if you don't want to leave, I buy you something else. <laughs> Just <laughs> get, get out. freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Get out. <laughs> All right, here we go. Uh, nephew, have you ever taken a gift back after a breakup? I tried to take a gift back, but no. I couldn't do it. It was going to cost me more money to take it back than from when I bought it. What, what was oh, it? What, yeah, I want to know what it was. I bought some breasts. I bought some 36 double Ds and couldn't, you know, that's about what eight, nine, ten grand, I think, right up in there. I couldn't get that back. It cost way more money to uh, yeah. to take them back mm-hmm. in order from what I paid for it. So yeah. So you had to cut. They your still losses. walking around with what I didn't bought. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But you tried though. Oh, I damn sure tried. Well, how did it go? What did you say? Yeah. I want my breast back. That's what I want. <laughs> I want my breast back. I bought them. They mine. Because the thought of her being with another man. With my breasts. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I kind of feel you on that one, uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, surely when you look at the big picture, you over there with Darnell and my breasts. What, what is that? <laughs> Come on now. So you've been salty about that for a while. Huh? Ever since I spent that money. Uh, Steve, did you know your nephew had, uh, did you know this about your nephew and the breasts? Yeah. Yeah, but I explained you know to him. all about it. What did you tell him? What did he do with you? you they belong what? to that person now. You can't get that back. They don't take it out and hand you the silicone. None of that. <laughs> the implants. I, just wanted, the I, want, you don't, I wanted the implants. You don't get them on my wall. I wanted my own breath. Mm. You, you don't get that. I tried uh-huh. to tell him that, but that's his problem though. Everything he give and do is for he wants something in return. <laughs> it's and conditions. I understand that. I don't eat chicken breast no more just because of that. Uh, More of today's (laughs) trending stories coming up on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 20 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 
In trending, making money moves news, <laughs> an NBA legend, LeBron James, has just signed a new multi-year endorsement with PepsiCo, leaving Coca-Cola in the cold after a 17-year run with that company. I didn't know it had been that long. Yeah, oh, man. Um, he did. He was with well, Coke and Sprite, same thing. He did Sprite for Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah, but I didn't know it was 17 years. Of course, there were hints of this new deal back in January of this year when he has already been promoting Mountain Dew Rise, Pepsi's new Mountain Dew energy drink. But the uh, questions are answered, and uh, King James will be joined by other wellness influencers and athletes in cheering Mountain Dew Rise, which is supposed to um, have the caffeine content of two cups of coffee with other vitamins and such. Coca-Cola doesn't seem to be too broken up about it and acknowledging the split they're saying it is mutual now what else would they mm. say yeah <laughs> well that's what what else can they say right lost- well i'm gonna tell <laughs> you right problem. now they are broken up about it because mm-hmm. leaving coca-cola is one thing leaving mm-hmm. to go to pepsico that's a whole nother thing uh-huh. <laughs> that's their competitor. only competitor yeah your competitor yeah that's their only ain't nobody in the class with coca-cola Mm-hmm. Except PepsiCo, they spend money in a different way. But Coca Cola's a, a huge brand, man. Yeah, a huge yeah. brand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, congratulations, LeBron. Uh, we'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show coming up at 33 minutes after the hour. Right after this, Fanta ain't even try. Fanta could have tried. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it's time now for a quick round of Ask the CLO. Chief Love Officer Steve Harvey is in the building. This one is from Garland in Pittsburgh. Garland, (laughs) that's a name for you, Steve. Um, Garland says, I do basketball clinics with up-and-coming ball players, and I charge by the hour. One of my good buddies, 16-year-old son, was training with me, but he stopped coming after my buddy lost his job. I offered to train him for free, but my buddy was too proud for that. His son called and said he was coming back to training and he'd pay me. He gave me cash and I noticed a roll of 20s in his gym bag. I was at a loss for words. Am I supposed to tell my buddy about this first or is it okay to ask the boy about it? Well, you better Mm. ask this boy, but you got a roll of 20s. We know what's happening. Mm. Oh, yeah. Everybody know what 20s mean. Yeah, you know that. I, hey man, but I would I would I would talk to your buddy too, man. I mean, you know, we gotta help parents, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got this boy go to prison. I can pay mm-hmm. you. No, roll the twenties in your gym bag. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Hey man, Slangin'. your son just showed up and said he could pay, and I saw a roll of twenties in the gym bag. You might want to talk to your son. Period. Slangin'. Yeah. Dog, Heads this up. ain't the time to be. You ain't. This ain't your friend. Right, right, hmm. right. It takes a village. It takes all of us to save them. Yeah, come on, Shirley. Absolutely, it does. All right, uh, we're moving on. A year ago, this is from Beverly in Little Rock. A year ago, I met a man that can sing his behind off. He was very romantic, and he swept me off his feet. He moved in with me after four months of dating, and a few months later, he landed a great job doing backup vocals on an album. He was making money, and he started feeling himself. One Friday, he got his check and left the house and never came back. I noticed his clothes were gone, and he changed his number. Well, his checks still come to my house. Do I try to find them? Do I try to find him or throw them away? Hmm. Hmm. Well, throwing them away don't help nobody. 
I know you're mad, but throwing away money, what do that accomplish? You know. So what should she I do? I don't, you know, Just, I'd say, hey, your checks is over here. But he changed his number. She she can't get in touch with him. Oh, well, just hold on to the checks. He gonna show yeah. up. Oh, man. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Ain't nobody forgot about no damn money. Not no, not no dude. Uh-huh. Yeah, because he's going to be wondering where them checks at. Just just hold on to the checks, okay. and you'll be able to get a couple of questions answered, or you cut a deal. I got your checks. You know, give me $1,000, I'll give them to you. You know, you're doing mm-hmm. good. Something like that. Or, you know, you can stand on the porch, and you can open the curtain, and let him watch you set the checks on fire. You know, yes. Ooh. Come on. Yes. Yeah, there you oh, go. Yes. That's what I'm waiting for. <laughs> good answer. Get in there, Survey huh? says, yes. Now you're talking, CLO. Come on, Chloe. Coming up, it is our last break of the day, and we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey at 49 minutes after, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, here we are, our last break of the day on this Wednesday hump day. Hump day, midweek. Yeah. Midweek. Yeah, what's on your mind, Steve? I don't, you know, I'm I'm really good, you know. I'm I'm looking at our country, mm-hmm. and I um, I watch how we are now. Ted Cruz, after the Boulder shooting, he made another statement. Man, he is just that dude. Here we go. After every mass shooting, we have this conversation that we need to do something. But nothing we're proposing to do is going to stop these mass murders. He, he's such a liar. Nothing that, nothing that they would agree to do right. could stop right. these mass murders. That's right. This doesn't happen in certain countries because you can't own these types of weapons in certain countries. They are banned. You cannot sell them. You cannot bring them in. Yeah, this is all about money. It's as simple as that. And that these politicians have proven in this last election and the support of Donald Trump that what's important to these politicians, nothing is bigger than their money and their power. And in order to get the money and the power, they have to maintain the position. So they're never going to get rid of these gun laws until we get rid of them. See, mm-hmm. now the NRA is the biggest funder to the Republican uh-huh. Party. Mm-hmm. And they put money behind these candidates. And these Republican candidates that don't support the Second Amendment, they withdraw their funding. So they're going to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's a sad thing, man, that they're willing to sacrifice so many lives and not care. They genuinely do not care because they care more about their position, power, and money than they do the lives of innocent people. This country is so free that we are freely destroying ourselves. You know, this Boulder shooting guy, they walk him out in handcuffs with blood running down his leg. He took his vest off and everything and shirt, and they walked him out. That don't happen to black people. You know, we look at the way this country is, and what I'm getting more and more sick of is the Republican Party and their senators and the people who back them because they really don't care about 
other people. They care about themselves too because they put people in there who only care about themselves. And I'm sick of not saying it. Because if you vote for these people, it's because you believe in the policies of these people. And if you re-elect these people, you heard what they said, and you must be okay with it. And it just bears true with the, with the fight that Donald Trump put up this election. They believe what he says to be true. And 72 million people voted for him. You heard everything he said. You heard it. The Muslim ban, the killing the DACA program, the wall, the anti-gay rhetoric, all of this stuff right here. All of this. You they, you talk about uh, physically disabled people. You talk about anybody. You, you dog every black person that has an agenda. Anytime you come out with a and get on your soapbox, it's something to do with blacks. It's the kneeling. It's the Black Lives Matter. And you make statements that are completely false, and these people hear it, and they back him. This is the United States we live in. This is it. I'm sorry. I'm just talking about Donald Trump and what he stood for and represented and how how they voted for him. And this is the country we're in, man. And what we just proved in this last election as people of color is that we are a powerful voting bloc. And once once we see something about himself, we don't usually give that back. So we're going to be effective in the next election, the, 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 the simpler elections too. We're gonna start voting in everything. And we're gonna start showing up and we're gonna get behind this People's Right Act and we're gonna make sure that this gets through our Senate, our Congress, and we're gonna make sure that the voting rights acts for black people never have to be voted on again. Why do we have to go and vote on this every so many years to determine if we can just go vote again? And we supposed to be Americans. Man, y'all miss me with all this talking about how great it is over here. America's a great country that has a lot of great problems, mm. that needs a <laughs> lot of great fixes. And we got a lot of people who ain't trying to fix it. And I've been looking at them from climbing over the wall to the way they handled that, to the voting, to everything. And they just keep going. And these are the things that we have to be conscious of as voters, man. Who's in here voting against the Voting Rights Act? Who's in here pushing to leave gun laws the way they are? Who in here is shooting down every time we have a shooting? They got to stand up and defend uh, guns and all this here. These are the people that have to be removed. This country is turning a little bit, and it's never been this way before. When Georgia turned blue, that was scary for them. Texas was almost, that was scary for them. They trying to do stuff about this, man. They see the turn coming, but there's nothing they can do about it, y'all. We will never, ever let them play us short again. Those days are done. You're going to count us, you're going to recognize us, and you're going to respect us. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 